0: This is a broadcast of the Ultimate Christian Podcast Network. Welcome to the Working Woman Radio Show, where we have real conversations about the unique issues working women face. I am your host, Deanna Johnson-Cawthon. Today, I am thrilled to have my colleague and close friend, Angela Paul, in the studio with me. Angela is the Chief Operating Officer of Math Plus Educational Services. She has tutored and taught math and science for over 30 years. She was educated at MIT and at Georgia Tech, where she obtained a master's degree in chemical engineering. She has taught both at the secondary and at the collegiate levels. And as the founder and former director of the Northeast Independent Preparatory Academy, she has been instrumental in helping homeschooled students get into college for almost twenty years. Welcome to the studio, Angela. Thank you for having me, dear. Um, let's get straight into uh, our conversation. Um, I introduced you as an educator, but I know that you are not a teacher by training. You actually have a degree, as I mentioned before, in chemical engineering from Georgia Tech. What made you decide to leave engineering and start your own business teaching math and science?
1: There were two things that made me leave the world of chemical engineering the first one is that I, I wanted to be able to spend more time with my children. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, engineering takes mm-hmm. a lot of time and yep. a lot of travel, a lot of time away from the home. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but also, as, as I worked, I found that I was really a teacher by nature. Yes. Even though I wasn't a teacher by training. Right. That it's, a, it's a natural thing for me to,
0: to teach. People. Sure, sure, sure. Wow! Wow! So now, once you made the decision to start teaching your own classes, and I know it was a process, and you're going to tell us more about that, um, because you were you weren't initially teaching classes in your home, but once you made that decision, what specific things did you do to set up a home based business? I mean, how does that look? How did how did did it look for you? Well, one of the
1: things that that I did first with starting a home based business was I talked with other women. Okay. Um, I looked at other people things that they were doing okay. to get an ideas of how to how to run things. You sure, know? sure. Um, one person that I talked in from the early days was was running a program that mm-hmm. was a great idea, mm-hmm. but she told me that her first year in running the program, she lost five thousand oh, dollars. Okay. <laughs> and I knew that my family couldn't afford to lose five thousand no, dollars. Five thousand dollars is
0: a lot of money so for a lot of people.
1: That that it caused me to really sit down, right. and look at everything to um, so that I could be sure mm-hmm. that I was making a wise decision mm-hmm. with, with things financially. Right. You know, you know it says in Proverbs thirty one when it talks about the virtuous woman yes. that she sees that her yes. accounting yes. is profitable. Well, that's, you know? right. that's right. So she makes her a trade was profitable. That's so, right. That's right. so that's one of the things one yeah. of the first things that I
0: did. Okay, so you looked at the the financial part of it and which stands to reason since you are a numbers girl. Yes. <laughs> You and your husband, and we'll talk a little bit more about that in a little bit, Um, but I'm curious as to um, other logistical things, physical things that you did uh, in your home, and I know for every business, um, for every home-based business, that might look a little different, but there are some things that you have to consider before setting up a business. Well, yeah,
1: you definitely, there are things that you have to consider before mm-hmm. setting up a business. Mm-hmm. Um, if your business is home-based and you're meeting clients in right. your home, you do right. have to have dedicated space right. in your home, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and for me initially, that mm-hmm. space was not completely separated from my, right. my family space, but then we, we right. were able to move into mm. a home where I did have a dedicated space right. for that, Right. Um, but even if you don't have a dedicated space, you do have to have a dedicated space for your things of your Absolutely. craft, whatever for it is, because you, know? yeah. um, you don't want to waste time no. searching for things, trying to figure things out, you right. do right. need to have some right. things Um, One of the things about any business is that every business costs something to start with.
0: It does. It does. And I think that people need to understand that. Um, Okay, so that talks a little bit about the layout. So having a dedicated space in your house, that is something to consider, especially uh, if you are going to have people coming to you. I just did, um, the first part of this, uh, self-employed, um, talk, ep- um, uh, on episode one, uh, and my friend Helen, she also has a home-based business, but one of the things that she, um, realized that was that although she needed a dedicated space in a home, um, she wasn't meeting clients in her home. She was going to clients. And so she didn't need to have, um, maybe the kind of space that you had.
1: Yeah, initially when I started I, with, with tutoring, right, I did go to people's homes and I or or libraries, right. and, them. That's right. and so I wasn't meeting clients in my home. So right. things were a little different there. Right. But even with that, I still had to have a place for materials. Right. And all you mm-hmm. know, some some dedicated space also for my bookkeeping information and everything. Right. Um, and um. And so, also had to have dedicated time, right? In the in my schedule, right. Not just for meeting with clients, but also for preparing for for meeting true, with
0: them. true, 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 true. Um, so yeah, so that's all that all has to be taken into consideration in the planning stages. Yes, it does. Yeah, uh, and so we'll talk a little bit more about planning um, later. Um, as a woman who's raised four children and who's homeschooled and operated a home based business. You know how crazy life can get. And so how did you manage to create a balance between your work life and your duties as wife and mom?
1: Well, that was a really important thing for me to find that place of balance and, and it changed over the years with, with different things that I did. Right. Initially one of the things I did was I set aside a specific number of hours that I was going to work and okay. and did not veer outside of that. Wow. You know? Wow. Now one of the things that happens, you know, as a working woman, you may yeah, you know, we think okay we can set our own hours. Well right. you can and you can't because you do have to work at a time when other people can work also. That's true. Okay? That's right. Um and so that's going to drive some of your hours. But setting aside a dedicated time that this is the time that I'm working right. um, really did help. Okay. Um, you know, one little thing that I did when my kids were small, yes. um, because even though I had a dedicated time when right. I worked, there were times that people would call me for a business call sure. and I needed them to be quiet. Right, that's you know, right. Because it didn't need to sound like I had a house full <laughs> of kids, even though I did have a house full of
0: kids. <laughs> that's right. That's so right. one of the
1: little things that I did is that if mommy's on the phone and she's standing up, yeah. be quiet. Don't ask any questions.
0: At wow. all, okay? If okay. i'm sitting
1: down, you can interrupt me. Make oh, events, wow! You know? I love that. And um, so now I had to be yes. sure that I follow through. That's, that, right. That's right.
0: That's right. I love that. So, I love that. But
1: that was the little thing, so yeah. that everybody knows. Okay, mom's well, on a business call. Right I to be quiet. Right. You know? Right.
0: Right. Right. Um, That's great. That's good. But those are the kinds of things um that you have to take into consideration. um But I love the fact that you talked about having. um at least a degree of set hours that you weren't working, and I think that's the downfall of owning your own business. There's that tendency to just kind of work whenever, for however long, and yeah, um, that can make life crazy.
1: There, there are several things that I did when we when we moved into the house that we still live in today. Right, right. right. Um, you know, I set up my my office right um, in a specific part, portion of our house. Right. And only worked when I was in the office. Oh, I love you know? that. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. I still don't have a laptop. I still right. use you a don't... desktop. That's right. But part of the reason why was because I didn't want to be working all the time. Right. Because there right. is that tendency to yeah. do that. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Just constant. There is a to, to just, yeah. you know, have your laptop with you everywhere and have a few minutes when we do this. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and you, and you really have yeah. to be careful about that. You because, do. Um, you know, unless unless that's what you want to do. Right, but, right. But if you're wanting to
0: spend more time with your with family, you'll
1: end up spending more time working if you if you don't set some clear
0: boundaries. Absolutely, for absolutely. Um now you have been operating a tutorial service um, business along with teaching classes for about three decades. Mm-hmm. Um, what are some of the pitfalls? Because people I think um wanna glamorize um owning a business and it, and it, and it's great. There are definitely, um, um, pros to owning your own business, but what are some of the cons? What are some of the pitfalls that you would uh, tell people to watch out for if they were considering this?
1: Well, one of the things I think a a big pitfall that people will fall into, especially as women is to not invest in their business. You know, everybody has different strengths and weaknesses. Right. right. And, um, for me, one of the things is that I'm not a salesperson. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, and so one of the things that I needed to do yes. um, with my business was to have someone else do some of the PR. That's right. Me, okay. Cause I'm, I'm right. not good at that. Right. Okay? That's right. Um, and so, you know, some people aren't good at bookkeeping, which means that you need to hire someone to do your books for you. Absolutely. It's important. You will lose money. Otherwise, <laughs> if, you, if you're not, if you don't right, do that, Right. Um, you know, wow. hiring professionals to help you in your business wow. is really important. And it depends on what your strengths and weaknesses are. True. But that is the, I think the number one pitfall that we wow. have is to not, invest, it, in them not invest in their business and to not get professional yeah. help yeah. On, yeah. on the things that they need. That's to exactly
0: right. That's right. I know with me having done, Um, marketing, some for you and other women clients. I know one of the things that I've seen consistently is even in the small things, and these are all very bright women, yourself and many others, that sometimes some of the basic um, fundamental marketing tools, like having business cards, brochures, websites, that kind of thing, it's just sort of something that has gone by the wayside, but you need those things. Yes, you do. You need those things um, in order to to really do business well. So I think investing in yourself is a big one. Um, Now, it's easy to get excited about the creative aspects of starting a new venture like a business, but it's important that we talk about the financial management of things. And I know you're a numbers girl, so that's why I'm asking you about this. Did you need to have startup money for what you did? Um, And if so, where did you get it? I know every business is different, so different businesses may need more than others. But talk a little bit about that.
1: Well, first of all, every business does need some startup money. Right, that's okay? right, that's right. And if you don't think you need startup money, you're, you're mistaken. Everybody right. needs some. That's okay? right, that's right. So um, um, mm-hmm. you do need to understand that. Right. Um, one of the things that you can do is to draw from your own personal household expenses to, to yep. get that right. and which is what I think a lot of people do yeah. and too many times people do that without even realizing that's, that's what true they're
0: doing. That's very okay? true. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's also, um, there's grants and things that you can, that you can get. And, right. um, um, you get other people to invest in your business, depending on the level of it. Right. But you do need to understand that there are startup costs and to know what they are. Right. Um, because one of the things that that helps you to do is to set your own pricing, you know? Right. And I think, you know, many women have a tendency to undersell
0: their business That's right. and to
1: not charge enough money. Wow. Okay? Um, wow. Well, you I've know, seen that. you've seen I've it. Seen I was going to say, I know you've seen it. i that again. Right. where women have not, they're not charging enough, Right, right, right. And they think sometimes we get the idea that we're helping people by charging less. Wow. But if your business yes. is not making you enough money to yes. be sustainable, right. you're doing your, your clientele a disservice right. because you cannot continue to offer the service. And
0: you've so. seen people go out of business, stop giving those services, people who were very good at what they did. Right. But because they um, didn't charge enough and they just couldn't afford to do it anymore.
1: Right. And so it's important to, to yep. understand um, – Your time's important. Yes. Um. But you you have to look at the other things that you you know because with tutoring, when a person signs up for an hour of tutoring, right, right. Well, that's more than an hour of my time. Exactly. Right. Um. And so I have to understand that too. That you know, there's the preparation for it, even just getting the students here today. I, I right. was on the phone for a few moments before I came here right. with a new client. Right. Okay? All that's um, time. And that's, that's part of my time. Right. You know? that's, right. Um, that's right. That's and, right. Uh, and and mm-hmm. so it's important for us to realize that. Exactly. Uh, I yeah. know someone who, who started a tutoring business. I have helped yeah. her and yeah. even swung some, swung some clients her way. Right. And I thought about asking her about tra- yeah. how much she was charging, but right. I didn't. I waited. And then when I did ask her, I found out that she was only charging ten dollars an hour, oh which my is, goodness.
0: you know, no, when you
1: look at your time, it's less than a minimum wage because, <laughs> you know, right. and so, right. um, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And not worth your time.
1: No, it wasn't worth your time.
0: Wow. And so,
1: um, and you think again, you're helping someone, but yeah, you really you if you really can't continue to offer the service. It's not a help. That's wow,
0: wow, wow. Brilliant. Um. Now, um, let's talk about, um. You and your husband, I told you, I, I mentioned earlier that you're both numbers people and that you run a very tight ship personally with uh, and with your business accounting, but um, not everybody is good with the numbers like that. What kinds of resources can a business owner tap into to get help with managing the finances of the business? Now, you did talk about that earlier about, you know, finding, knowing your strengths and weaknesses, but I think that this is a real um a very, very important area, because if you're not managing the money, like you just said earlier, you're not going to be able to stay in business long, no matter how talented you are.
1: Well, you know, if, if you are a numbers person, there's a lot of resources out there. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a matter of just right. researching information and understanding right. Right. what, you know, what right. the rules and regulations are. A lot sure. of people. Don't do that. Right. They um, don't. But it's important. You know, one thing as, as women, yes. you know, um, especially if, if a woman is married, right. but even if she's single, right. Um, a lot of times a woman won't pay self employment tax. Oh, wow. Which means that you're not contributing to Social Security, which, which means that you will not be able to draw from Social Security wow. when it comes time that you might wow. be disabled and you won't exactly. be able to, to do that. You won't have that.
0: That's exactly um,
1: right. And as a self employed person, you have to pay yes. double on the right. self employment tax. Part, that, right. The employee yes. and the employer. Part right. because you're both. Right. And um, and it can seem like a lot of money, right. but it's something that we need to do. It yeah. also establishes your yes. employment record. It does. Okay? It does. And if you are in need of, yes. you know, in the future of getting a business loan.
0: Right. They're going to be looking at that. If you have be not been filing
1: that. business taxes, you don't, it's, it's, you yeah. know, they can't look right. at what you're,
0: what, what you've your been doing. Are. Right. Wow.
1: Um, wow. Wow. Um, are yes. going to buy a home.
0: Yes. You know, sure. your
1: tax records are proof of right. your business model and what you're, what you've been earning with your business. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. It's important for that. Wow. Wow. And, and the, and, and all this information is available yeah. online. Right, right. But if you are not the person who's good with the numbers, it is good to hire yeah. an accountant to sure. hire a CPA to help with that. Right. One right. who specializes in your type of business. Sure. You know, sure. Sure. So sure. they understand that. I mean, yeah, yeah. You need a different kind of accountant if you're right. going into, you know, a restaurant was selling cake. A was selling cakes right. Versus tutoring. Exactly. You know? Very much um, so. And so it's important to get to that specialized help. Yeah. You know, you, you mentioned my husband. Right. And um, he's worked with people who have small businesses, mm-hmm. and um, and found that you know they were great with their craft, but often were not. Yeah, again, I know doing the same thing of sure. not making enough money. Sure. Paying their employees
0: more right. than they were making. Oh my they goodness. Didn't right, but they didn't know. Yeah, yeah that's the, yeah. I know one resource that people need to plug into and i've done a little bit of it i need to do more uh it's the small business administration um they're good they're they you know you can get online and um they offer a variety of workshops and um, all kinds of things online, as well as face-to-face type things that you can plug into. Some have a little fee that you go, that you might have to pay. Some are free. Um, of course, all the stuff on the website is free. That's a valuable resource. And like you said, a lot of times I think we think, oh, that will, I can maybe do that later or that's not that important. It, it is important.
1: It is. Um,
0: it, it, it can make the difference between you know, whether you can stay in business or not. Um, one thing I asked um, Helen at the uh, in the previous interview the, uh, on this was, um, have you ever dealt with or, or come into a situation where you felt like you were um, treated um, differently or at a disadvantage um, because of the fact that you were a woman? As a business owner, have you ever dealt with just people discriminating against you because you were a woman? That you know that they may have done differently. Things may have looked differently if you were a man. Definitely, that's been
1: the case. Yeah. Um. And and it's always a bit of a surprise when that happens. Yeah. Um. Mm. I've I've been shocked to have people tell me to even ask me yeah. if I made money, if I charged. Oh my for, goodness! For my Your series. services really. Um. And I'm not sure why they would expect that I wouldn't charge. But, wow. Um. People ask me, so is this a ministry or is this a business? Oh. <laughs> Um
0: wow.
1: I've I've even had people to say that a certain yeah. person who taught similar classes yeah. that they charge less well, yeah. they did charge a little bit more. Yeah. And and I said, Oh, really? I thought that they charged X yeah, amount and right. they said, Well, but they have a family. Oh, wow. As if yes. I don't have a family yeah, as yeah, well. That's, that's, you know, and so yeah. there's there's a lot of discrimination yeah. that can happen. Wow. Um, some of it you don't know about, but right. some of it will be out in the open in your face. Wow. Um, wow. Where people
0: are yes.
1: are willing to, you know, you think yes. education is something that often is a female dominated field. Sure. But once you're doing things on your own time, people yes. seem to think that there should still be a man. We're involved with it. Wow! Know? And so, um, we wow. still have a long way to go. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. With when it with, comes, with, to when comes to those kinds that. of things. Wow! Um,
1: That's... and I and I think as a woman, we just have to uh, to understand yeah. Yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, we talk about whether a woman's working or not, but all yeah. women are working. It's just all. a matter of right. Uh, right. where you're working, if you're working, you know, outside the home yeah. Or, yeah. or at the workplace. Yes, if your yes. workplace is the home place, right. it's a different, slightly, kind of thing. slightly different. Sure, but sure. what you're doing is still yeah. a valuable yeah. contribution to society. Yes. And you have to take it seriously or other people won't take it seriously. They, will they, not. they think of it more
0: as yeah. a hobby exactly. versus yeah. a, a career. But yeah. Um. So Our time is winding now. one thing that I wanted to touch on, and I don't know whether this is something you've done, but I know that it can be very um, important for us as women, especially for us as women entrepreneurs, self-employed women, to have other women um, or people that we can plug in with for support. I have, um, I mentioned the SBA, um, one of the things I've done on occasions and not as much as I'd like to was plug into some women forums, luncheons is kind of luncheon lunch and learn type thing. And those have been very invigorating, very helpful. Have you done any of those kinds of things? Would you recommend that? Um, let's talk a little bit about that.
1: You know, I haven't done as much of that. Mm-hmm. I, I do have, um, mm-hmm. you know, Colleagues that are in the field that you know mm. that I've met with and talked with and traded notes with, sure. Um, and I, I think the more networking that you can do, yeah, the better. That's true. Um,
0: That's true. For
1: one thing, um, you, you you know, you, with getting ideas, mm-hmm. staying current with what's going on in your field, sure, sure. Um, sharing information, sure, sure. Uh, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel all the time. Oh, this Sometimes is true. somebody else has figured something out. And you That's can okay. you can glean Just from that. benefit
0: from their wisdom. Um,
1: and so it is really important. Mm-hmm. It's also really important be, for you to be able to keep going for the long term, yeah. stay encouraged
0: yeah. with things, yeah. and
1: and to understand that sometimes some of the troubles that you're having, other people
0: have faced as well. That's 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 real good. So I guess the last thing I would ask you would be, what's the number one piece of advice that you would give a woman trying to break into things? I mean, there are I know many women who are looking to leave the nine to five rat race course your own businesses as always, but who really want to leave and break away so that they can have more flexibility. With that being said, what would be a number one piece of advice that you would give them?
1: I would say to find something that you're passionate about, mm-hmm. that you are, that you're good at, and to also be sure that you specialize and not try to do too much. Oh, wow. You know? Wow. Wow. Um, and, and when you find your niche, something that you are both good at, mm-hmm. that people need as a service, sure. and that and that's specialized, you can be very successful with it wow. and not get distracted and going in too many different directions. True.
0: That's good. That's very, very, very helpful. Well, it's um, crazy how time has flown by, but I so appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with me. Um, I've been encouraged by the wisdom you've shared today. We've talked often about these kinds of things, but it's always amazing to me how, we can, uh, how I can glean new information from you. Uh, and I'm sure that our listeners um, will benefit from what you shared as well. If you haven't done so already, I want to encourage you to subscribe to the Working Woman Radio Show, which can be found online at www.ultimatechristianpodcastnetwork.com. For more information about upcoming broadcasts, podcast, actually, you can go to the Working Woman Radio Show Facebook page or visit my personal website at www.workingwomanradiopodcast.com and leave a comment because I really do want to hear from you. God bless and we'll see you next time on the Working Woman Radio Show.